would like to thank our amazing sponsors, Touring Plans Travel. Their destination specialists work with you to plan and book your trip. Whether you're traveling to a theme park, headed out on a cruise, or wanting to get away anywhere in the world, as experts in smart travel, their agents suggest the best itineraries and activities to fit your family's needs and handle all the reservations on your behalf. There is no cost to you or your family when using Touring Plans Travel Services, and you may even save some money if discounts become available after booking. So head over to touringplans.com travel and tell them Rope Drop Radio sent you. Now, on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. Derek and Doug talking all things Disney. And today, it is our favorite type of episode, listener questions. <laughs> you ask, we answer. Is it the right answer? Is it the wrong answer? It's an answer. It's, it's our an opinion. Answer. Yes. That's all we can promise you. It's an answer. Yeah. So we got them all over Facebook and Twitter, Instagram. But first, it's our Patreons. They're the ones that get their answers first. And we have to welcome back a Patreon, Troy Lewellen. Llewellyn? There you go. Well, Troy, thank you so much for being back, part of the community. Love our social media. Love all the questions that you guys, Patreons, have asked. And we actually are going to do one of our big Patreon questions in the after show this week. Ricardo, you left a good one that it could be a whole episode, so we're going to get one of yours on Patreon. There you go. Also, don't forget to book a trip with Touring Plants Travel. We will be in the parks on 5.30, so May 30th. Um, come join us or book a room on the Galactic Star Cruiser on the 31st, and you can hang out in space with us. But uh, contact Dream Plans Travel, tell them we sent you, and come meet up with us at the parks. And now I want to say a special thank you to Mr. Derek Sassman oh. for covering um, the run event. I mentioned my run event a couple weeks ago. Um, Derek came, filmed the whole day, flew his drone all over the place. And made an awesome like video of it and it's going to help me promote it for next year and all kinds of great plans. So if you haven't seen the video Derek made of the Coach McKnight Fun Run, uh, definitely check that out. It's been posted in places. But thank you, Derek, oh, for doing well, such awesome work. Fun. fun to fly a drone and chase runners all around. So I, I, the drone won for the record. I it's should have got first, a medal. Yeah, the metal. drone should have got a medal for sure. Next year. Okay. Next year. It will fastest age category. drone category. Okay. Yes. I like it. But yeah, we put that on the Rope Drop Radio page and definitely we had a lot of our listener. We had listeners there that I got to mm-hmm. meet for the first time. Yes. And so that was really Derek fun. was a celebrity. For I was. It was kind of weird there for a second because I'm in work mode. I'm like, no, I got to fly a drone. I got to film. I got to take pictures and stuff. And it's like, hey, I listen to your show. And I'm like, OK, I got to fly. Yep. So it was really cool. And then we know we had a lot of listeners who uh, live out of town do it virtually. And we had mm-hmm. uh, listeners who are sponsors. So definitely awesome to support Doug and his um, – it's all going it's to a, the – It goes to a scholarship fund in yep. my for Cecil and Lila McKnight, my grandparents. Mm-hmm. And then the other portion goes to Plasmouth Activities, uh, which is greatly needed at our little school. Well, little. I don't know. Define little. About 100 kids per grade. I mean, compared to what I went to, it's tiny. tiny, tiny. But compared to what Michelle went to, Michelle graduated with 17 people. Oh, that's huge compared to my Madison, my wife, 11. Yeah, so define tiny. Yeah, I mean, my my class was like 412. Anyway, we're off topic. No one asked that question. Apple Apple Podcast Reviews. I'm going to read two today to help catch up. 
All right, here it is. Best WDW podcast there is. Five stars by Cozy Jonesy. Funny and knowledgeable. Perfect. There we go. Oh, All that's right. it. I love it. Yeah, that's why I'm reading too. All right. Next one is Trumpet Squid. Five stars by a happy customer, Sean. Been listening for a while now, but finally writing a review. Doug and Derek do a great job of covering a variety of Disney topics without the podcast becoming repetitive or stale. The trip reports are great to fill that void between trips. My favorite Disney podcast out there. Definitely give it a listen. Ooh, thank you. And we have a really cool Disney trip report next week uh, with yes. uh, ABD. A- yes, Adventures by Disney. So stay tuned for that one. But. First, let's get to your questions. Thank you, everyone, who left us one. Of course, Patreons, you get to go first. Michelle, we are going to get to the lightning round at the very end. A lot of our Patreons want us to do the lightning round. Doug and I are going to do that at the end of this episode. Mm-hmm. So uh, thank you, everyone, who wants us to do that again. But here we go. We're going to start with CT. How long before Disney announces the dining plan? <laughs> it could be tomorrow. Yep. I don't, they said I, 2022. They said 2022. Yep. And... I'm, I'm sticking to, to it. it. Yes. Uh, it's I'm going to hold him to it. It's coming back. It's coming back. December 31st. There'll be an announcement. I That's what my guess is as well. I agree with you on that. It will be 2022. So, and if we're wrong, who knows? But all right. Amara asks a couple. First one, be our guest versus Cinderella's Royal Table. Just straight up. That's, um, that's what she said. Um, I, I like Cinderella's Royal Table because there's actually the characters there. Yep. Unlike kind of the halfway characters present at Be Our Guest. Um, Price-wise, they're starting to get pretty close together. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, something about eating in, eating the, in the castle. main castle. I mean, yes. I've said that before and people are like, well, Beauty and the Beast is in a castle no, too. That's in the not castle. the same thing. I agree. It is definitely a one and done, once in a lifetime one. We did it. It was awesome. Wonderful food. The princesses were great. They give you wands and sword. Yeah, Cinderella's all the way. Yeah, it, it wins for me too. All right. What do you like, dislike about the fireworks dessert parties at Magic Kingdom? And which one do you prefer? So I like the one where you eat before the fireworks. I would not like the one where you eat after the fireworks. Um I dislike that people can get there before you. So we go early, check in early, eat early, and then go to our spot. You still end up waiting. But the waiting, what I do like is the waiting's not as painful. You're not like elbowing people out for space. So the space is generally easier. There can still be shoulder kids. There can still be balloons. There can still be all that nonsense. But it's it's less stressful. In my That's what I like about it. Uh, especially on a holiday type mm-hmm. of time. Yep. So I've only done the after I would, I want to do the before sometime do a Doug. Uh, I do like that. You do have reserved seating for fireworks, especially if it's getting crazy and with happily ever after coming back, you That's, might want to, you might want that spot. Maybe we need to look into that for our, uh, um, May 30th. May 30th. I'm in. That sounds good. Done. Does sound Let's like do a, it. Yeah. All right. There's also the ones where you sit at the table. I have yet to do that. That Mm -hmm. might be the time to try it, Derek. We are getting older. We are. I need to sit and and watch. Yeah, Yeah, I like that. That's a good idea. Thank Mm. you, Amara. That's a great one. So, all right. Do you avoid a park that has a paid after-hours event, or do you make it part of your rope drop and park hopping plan? 100% Always, yes. That's where people are gone. Uh, They avoid it. It it actually, the whole... um, 
Mickey's Not So Scary was like a one on the touring plan scale this whole time. It was wonderful. We went one of the days. It was great. So, yeah, especially if you have a park hopper or annual pass, go there, 2 o'clock, go somewhere else. Yeah, great idea. Yep, love it. So, all right, Ricardo, uh, first question, favorite park for each season of the year? I like Hollywood Studios when it's decorated for Christmas the most. Okay, I'm going. I'm going Magic Kingdom for winter. Okay, um, I like Epcot in the the festival, the arts mode. That's so still the winter. So it's winter, kinda... spring. Okay, I'm going Epcot. Non Christmas winter. Okay, I'll go Epcot spring as well. Summer. Um, not Animal Kingdom because it's a thousand degrees. <laughs> Um, not Animal Kingdom because it's a thousand degrees. Um, I guess Magic Kingdom because you can hit lots of stuff and I don't know. You don't feel like you're outside as much. I'm going to Hollywood Studios in the summer. You know, walking down Sunset. It's sunny. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. it makes sense okay. to me. Okay. And then um, fall. Fall. Uh, Magic Kingdom for Easy me. Magic it, Kingdom. It's the, really the only place that has Halloween decorations. Yes. Giant pumpkins, absolutely. Right. It's the only place with something extra in the yep. fall. All right, we're there. We go. So uh, Ricardo also asks, can you recommend one place to dine in each park for a budget of twenty five dollars, fifty dollars, and a hundred dollars per person per day? I will tell you what. Oof. I only have twenty five dollars to spend. I am ordering. It doesn't matter where. It doesn't matter what. I'm going to order off the chicken or chicken and fries off the kids menu. Like if you're an adult, don't be afraid to do it. I guess if you so only like have twenty five dollars to spend, that's your for whole the budget. Day. Yes. Yeah, that's, you can kids menu it twice and yep. be good. I mean, a lot of the meals are what twelve dollars. Yep. Then get a glass of ice water. No. I mean, pretty much any of the counter services are going to come in under twenty dollars. I don't know that I have a particular recommendation on these different price points because the the pricing of the counter service has become so homogenized. Mm-hmm. Like it used to be things varied a lot. Now mm. it's really pretty even. Yep. Um, I know my the, lunch is usually about right around twenty dollars because you're getting a burger, drink, something like that. If you add a dessert yep. and you buy a drink, you're going to get close to that $20 yep. mark. Well, yeah, Satuli's um, Canteen all the way. Yeah, it's Satuli's or, or like Docking Bay 7. I mean, we spent $18. It's my meal, I know. For the meal. And that's like the most expensive thing on property, basically, yep. for a counter service. So I, You can definitely do three counter services for 50 and easy three for 100 for sure. Yeah. Um, so I don't know that I have a great answer other than it depends on what you eat, but you know, I don't know. He didn't ask what you eat. He asked where, yep. right? You can pretty much eat anywhere. Now, when it comes to sit down, you're going to, you know, avoid characters. If you're mm-hmm. on a budget, like things like fifties prime time or the plaza are going to be cheaper, um, than like say, Say you're in Hollywood Studios, don't go to Hollywood and Vine, go to 50s or Sci-Fi. Yep. Or Mama Melrose. Yep, Mama Melrose, right. another cheaper option. Mm-hmm. So, there you go. Yeah. All right, Ricardo, hopefully we answered that well enough for you. Uh, here's another one from Ricardo. I like this one. Which attractions are you, regular goers, willing to wait one hour to get in? I think there's only three attractions I will wait one hour to get in for. One hour. What would I do an hour? The funny thing is I've waited an hour for several things over Christmas oh, I have break before, oh, I, yeah. right? 
But I this is one that you're willing to do, it. knowing going into it. Um, Rise of the Resistance. Of course, yes. I would do an hour. Um, probably Flight of Passage. Flight, of course, yep. Um, I mean, I've waited an hour for all kinds of fireworks. Yeah. That's not the same. I, I That might be the end of the list. I will do uh, Smuggler's Run if my whole family's with me, so we can get on there as a group. Yeah, I've done that. I don't like waiting an hour with the I, whole group. I though. don't either. I'm just saying, it would, like, I will. I've done like, it before. I would like, do it. I I love doing it with the whole group, but at the same time, waiting with the yep, whole group—that's true. Yeah, difficult. Especially, although if you could get Chewy mode, then it's definitely worth it. Then it's definitely worth it. I agree. Was, was Chewy mode what you expected, Derek? Exactly, hundred percent. Just Chewy going, yes, just the whole time. Absolutely it was bizarre. It was great. We need to do it again. So, okay, here's the uh, Patreon question. I'll, I'll tease people so they can go uh, subscribe to it. You're, uh, Ricardo asks, you're a chairman of Disney Parks and get budget to build in Walt Disney World. One land, one e-ticket, one high-capacity ride, one hotel, one Skyliner expansion, one sit-down restaurant, one counter service, one new show. Where do you build them? So that is a that's almost like an episode in itself. So that is our Patreon show, Ricardo. So you guys are going to have to go uh, into the show notes, click that, help support the show, and that is what we're going to be answering. In the so, after show. In the after show. So uh, Adam, love this question. With a four-year-old daughter, is Akershus worth it for lunch or dinner? We'll have four adults, a four-year-old, and an almost two-year-old. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yes. Oh, my gosh. I think my daughter was four or five when perfect. we went. And it was one of the best 100%. experiences. Yes. Worth yeah. every penny. Uh, I don't even know what the price was, and I don't even care at this point. Yeah. The fact that she got to interact with the princesses, she wore a princess dress. Uh, we have great pictures, awesome memories, totally worth it. The fact that it was closed so long is a uh, yes. travesty. Yeah. It, it, Go. Yeah. Make the ADR. The fact that Disneyland no longer has a meal like that character-wise, mm-hmm. travesty. Yep. The fact that 1900 Park Fair is not open travesty this is your this is it you yep. go you do it it's better in my opinion than cinderella's royal table it's cheaper a little bit a little bit more accessible yeah at least yep so there you go there you that go, was Adam. a simple do it. one and then uh and then take pictures tell us all about it so excited to hear more about that one uh Kristen asks what removed ride would you put back if you could bring one ride back horizons Oh, I knew you were going to say that. Yeah, Horizons, 100%. See, I'm going to stay in Epcot, and I'm going to say the original Journey to Imagination. Oh, that's a good one, too. That's but I'd probably good. add it, like, make but it, with you know, Right, if you brought it back, though. I'm, I'm going to bringing it back, but you're updating it. projection mapping and yes, some other fun things. You, but Dreamfinder not... is there. Right. And, and then a meet and greet with him right out is when you leave. Talk about a place that needs a refurb. So complicated. Yep. Why is it so difficult to figure that out? I don't know. But we're going to get a figment meet and greet. We are. Can't wait for that. I hope it's like an inflatable T-Rex. Oh, my gosh. I will laugh hysterically. (laughs) It's coming, folks. It's coming. First one of our listeners to get the picture with the figment meet and greet winner prize. Yes. There you go. So here we go. Mr. Back to the Mouse asks, why can't I mobile order Starbucks at the parks? Because it would shut down humanity. In fact, let me. I'm going to read one of our other patrons. Alex actually answered this because there is no infrastructure for it in the restaurants, and they don't want people not in the parks to be able to order it. And they actually prefer you to stand in line and just don't really care. And I think that sums it up exactly. 
Uh, was that Mr. Alex Sinek that yes, answered Yes, who's going to be yeah. on next week's episode. He, that's the perfect answer. Yep. The last line is the truth of it. Yep. They just don't really care. They yep. don't care. Yep. They don't care that you can't mobile order. Although Joe found a way to mobile order. It's just really expensive. Yes. So, yeah. There you go. All right. Ryan asks, if you have done this, disregard it, but rank the Epcot festivals. As a follow-up, if you could add a new festival, what would you add and would you have it in another park? This is my favorite question of all of them because I've had this idea. But first, rank your Epcot festivals, Doug. Well, it's Festival of the Arts. Yep, that's my number one. Then the Holidays is number two. Okay, mine's uh, Springtime. And then Food and Wine. Nope, that's last. And then the Flower and Garden. Flower and Garden kills you, yeah. It makes me sneeze. It does. So, I mean... There's areas I actively avoid walking through during Flower and Garden because I don't need to sneeze anymore. And then, so you you go Festival of the Arts, Arts. Flower Garden. Uh, I've never done Holiday. Uh, it's awesome. There's, I know the storytellers are the difference, and so it's not hard to understand when they actually pay an actor to act out something throughout the day. The value is harder to measure. It's greater than, like, look at a topiary. That's my take. Yep. It's something we've wanted to do. It comes to life. It is hard for us to get there this time of year, literally. So Well, because they don't start it until after Thanksgiving. Yep. If they started it November 9th or 10th, it'd be a lot more accessible to a lot more people. Come on, Epcot. Get with the times. Exactly. All right. My favorite question, Ryan. I've been thinking about this so much over the years, if you could add a new festival, what would you add and where would it be? I don't know that another park can necessarily handle a festival, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I have two ideas. Okay. One would be a festival of villains. I think that would oh, sell very that, yeah. well. And that could be at Epcot because um, it's got the booths already, the space. I like that um, idea. That's a good one. But the other one is essentially Star Wars Weekends. As a festival at Hollywood Studios, just Star Wars stuff spread out all over, meet and greets with actors, voice actors, characters everywhere. Not in Galaxy's Edge, but outside of Galaxy's Edge. So a Star Wars festival. Okay, you're close to mine on that one. So uh, I want to do a Life Day festival. But I want to do it in Galaxy's Edge. And, That's awesome. And, and I want to have booths where, and you don't have to have that many booths. Like one of the booths, Wookiee, another one's Twi'lek. And you just have a couple actors. They sell trinkets, maybe a dessert, a thing, but really push it. It's only for the holidays, two, three weeks, life day. And I think that would be insane. And if you're, if I have anyone out there who's read the High Republic series, they have an Epcot-type festival in one of the books. It was really cool. And I was like, oh, they already have the idea there. What? It, yeah. No spoilers for the book, but yeah, it, it, I would love to see something life day. I could just see Wookiees passing out basically like that Chewbacca shirt I have. You know, it could be anything like that. So uh, I feel like that's a bajillion dollar idea. That's awesome. Yeah. So yeah. I've been wanting that for years. The other festival with the Festival of the Dugs, where Dugs can go and have their own festival. Okay, that terrible idea. All right. I'm just throwing it out there. It's a, no bad ideas, but that one is. <laughs> All right, Carrie Nass, this one is more of a personal one. What are your and your kiddos' favorite attractions? Well, we're doing the lightning round later, but my favorite attraction is um, um, Rise of the... uh, My gosh, the the fancy Rise... Rise of the Resistance? Rise of the Resistance. There you go, first try. You got it. Words. Oof. 
it's hard to speak for my children without asking them beforehand. Someone oh, should have prepped. Mine are easy for this. Um, I know that there was a time where like Thunder Mountain would have been number one, mm-hmm. but I think it's Flight of Passage for Samantha uh, and for Alden and Claire. Lord only knows it could be aliens swirling saucers. If I ask her, she would say something that was so obscure that you're like, huh? Like she may say frozen ever after ironically. So I won't ever know what she actually likes because she is a 13 year old girl that doesn't want to tell me. Okay. Uh, mine's millennium Falcon smugglers run. When you know everybody, my wife's flight of passage, my gingers are uh, both rock and roller coaster, and my littlest one, we're pretty sure, is Rise of the Resistance because he's obsessed with droids and likes that the droid is saving the day. Right there. Yes. Yeah. His first time on that attraction was a highlight memory, core memory for me. Nice. Moving on to Facebook now, Mr. John Self uh, and a few other people have all asked this for Doug. Why hostess package donuts and Diet Mountain Dew? Versus other things and diet mount or in sodas and Doug, why do you argue you basically? I mean, we're talking about the core fiber of my bean here. Um, so I like the little mini donuts. I think so. My dad's a dentist, you know, and growing up, we did not get sugary breakfast things. And so, what happens when you deprive a child of something growing up? As soon as they're on their own, that's what they gravitate to, right? So be careful, parents, on what you don't let your kids have. And so I think that's part of it. Deep psychology there, right? Oh, I'm pretty sure that's it. Wanna, I don't let my kids drink Mountain Dew or much pop anyway. So oh, there you go. Screws, yep. So um, I I like the little chocolate donuts. I'm going to admit it. I yep. think they're tasty. And why diet Mountain Dew? It's just my preferred caffeinated beverage. I don't drink coffee. Um so I can order from Amazon, and I can get mini donuts, and I can get little bottles of Diet Mountain Dew. The little bottles are fantastic because I can take them with me and put the lid on, throw it in my cargo shorts, move along after a ride, finish it off. You know where you have a can. It's hard to do that with. Um, sometimes I end up with Coke Zero depending on what's in stock. So there you go. Mini donuts because they're just good. I only eat them with cheap. you. It's, you know, and, and the chocolate ones, just so I can stress about them melting in the Florida heat. There you go. Okay. Mm-hmm. I that's, hope that, I answered that. that that's adequately. it. We had other people asking that same question. Right. So. And I got to Diet Mountain Dew because, like, dark colas will stain your teeth. Mountain Dew doesn't. And oh, so that's kind of why you know. I ended up there. It's just a lot less work. Okay. To we, clean. Allow, they answered that a lot longer than I thought we would. All right. It was Leah, a difficult, deep question. It, it was. Right in my soul, Derek. Leah asks, what are your favorite quick service and table service restaurants at the resorts, Value Moderate or Deluxe? Doug, do you have some favorites you like? Well, Value, you're talking food courts. My favorite one is Landscape of Flavors at Art of Animation. I That's feel a good like one. a little better selections. Man, Moderate. I, was, I, went, I was going to everything pop at first. That was the first one. That was... I, I'm they're pretty similar, but yeah. sometimes I'll walk over to the other one, right? There's just mm-hmm. a bridge, a bridge away. Um moderates boy. Most of the food courts at moderates really stink. Yep, I agree. Um the one at Coronado is not bad. Probably the best. Coronado has other dining options too, just yep. because of the convention space. I haven't eaten at Riverside's in forever, but French Quarters is bad. Yep, we're just there. 
Caribbean beaches is really bad. That was really bad. I agree. I Coronado um, is the only one that I like. Caribbean Beach, we were going to eat at a counter service, and we're like, eh. We hopped on the Skyliner, went into Hollywood Studios, ate, and came back one time. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, quick service at Deluxe. I'm going Riviera. I can't think of it at the moment, but I love that quick service. But Tito or something, yes. something with a P. You got it. Um. Um. Let's see. Definitely here. not Captain Cooks. I like it's. You just timed it bad. It's. I've, it's I've busy. been there a couple times. It's over. Oh, like I like. I think that's my favorite. Okay. So we're on total hey, opposite ends of the spectrum. So. The 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 nice thing about Captain Cooks is the menu is varied, so you can mm-hmm. eat there multiple times. You could get the noodles, you could get wings, you could get a burger, you could get a barbecue pork sandwich. Lots of options. Okay. What about sit down? What's your favorite sit down? Uh, they don't have them at value. They have them at moderates. Um, I mean, Coronado has so many more than everybody else. That's that true. It's gonna be Coronado Springs yep. and like Three Bridges. Um. Favorite sit down at a deluxe. That's easy. That's Ohana. Ohana. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. You'll hear more about that in the lightning round. Uh, in December, uh, this is from Kelly. In December, there will be rare PM deluxe hours at Hollywood Studios. Any touring tips? No, I don't. Sorry. I mean, no tips. Now that Fantasmic is back, people are going to be in the park. We've been saying you can reverse rope drop Hollywood Studios like no other. But now that Fantasmic's back, that advice is gone. I would just hop in line of whatever the you really want to do right before it closes. Yep. I got nothing. It usually the lines at Hollywood Studios back when they did this pre-COVID traditionally long. Yep. You will get one or two things done unless it's a less popular thing. Like you could ride Star Tours over and over and over and over and over. But is that why you're there? Yes. Oh no. The answer is no. Okay. Um, I agree with that. It, and especially Hollywood Studios just doesn't have enough to right uh, it, beat off the capacity of it. It with Fantasmic back, it's a game changer. Everybody's gonna leave Fantasmic and swamp the park. So your best bet is don't go to Fantasmic and, and get, get as get much done during then. Yeah. Yep. All right, Mister Back to the Mouse asks, going along with John Self's question, what is your alternative snack if regular M and M's and Diet Mountain Dew aren't available at the airport? Also, he doesn't need to know anything from me. He says. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> yeah. Um, so if my peanut butter M&Ms are not available, I go with the caramel M&Ms. I actually switch to that all the time now. I prefer peanut butter M&Ms, but I eat the caramel ones when I fly in case there is a nut allergy and I cannot have them. That way I am still going to be able to have my snack. And if I can't have Diet Mountain Dew, I just do Coke Zero or Diet Dr. Pepper, depending on what airport you're in. There you go. I, I, okay, nice. Um, I get a granola mm-hmm. bar maybe on the airplane. That's and about it. And smelly turkey. Only to mess with you. So, all right. Uh, Back to the Mouse asks uh, one on Twitter, how would you do Magic Kingdom if you are staying off site? Well, you can drive yourself there and park and go across on a ferry and do that. That's one way. But I would definitely get on the rope for um, Adventureland and Frontierland, though. You got to hit that rope. You can't go into Tomorrowland or Fantasyland. You got to go do Jungle Cruise or Thunder or Splash or Haunted. One of those. Um, Ways to get to the park. I know someone answered this on Twitter as well for us. 
Um, yeah, you can get an Uber to the Contemporary. However, you can't get through the Contemporary Gate unless you're staying there or you have a dining reservation. So if you make a dining reservation that you don't intend on using, it costs you $10, basically, to get dropped off at the Contemporary from Uber. Um, We have seen people get turned away in their Uber. So have that dining reservation. And, you know, you make it for one, and the fee is a $10 fee, correct? Yep, something like that. Worth it. Yeah. So there you go. Pretty straightforward, simple. Yeah. Uh, the other question we got on Twitter is, I'm considering a spring break Disney trip, but I'm worried how our crew will tolerate the crowds. In what ways, other than wait times, is the most different form of mid-level crowd week? And what adjustments do you make to your touring plan? How are the water crowd, water park crowds these week? Okay, so what's the biggest difference other than wait times at spring break from slower times of year? Just the amount of people like getting food and shopping. Oh yeah, that's a good one. The the um crowds for the you don't think about waiting for food like you do about waiting for Space Mountain. But keep in mind, I would highly recommend eating at off hours. So you rope drop and then you eat whatever the earliest lunches you can eat. Yep. And then you use like a lightning lane after you eat, and then you go take a nap. Um, to avoid the crowds and you come back later. Um, that's how you do it. You can't be in the park in the middle of the day if you're worried about crowds, worried about that sort of thing. But yeah, the dining, the shopping, it's the secondary lines that get you mm-hmm. and make you just tired of it. Yep. Like you're just fed up type of attitude, like waiting for the stuff that if you're used to going, say, mid-January, that you just walk on, walk up and do. You know, that's that's the difference with spring break. Um, water park lines. Think about that. Yeah, because are we trying to get reservations or even quick service is sometimes challenging at right. spring break. Right. So mobile order becomes your yep. friend. Mm-hmm. Watch the times for that. They can push out. Um, water park lines. I don't know. It's early in the season. You usually don't get many locals unless it's unseasonably warm. Yep. So unless unless it's hot, you should be good. Yep. It's locals. Great time to go. Floridians need it to be hot, which it can be, mm-hmm. but not necessarily. A lot of days you'll start with a sweatshirt on at spring break. I didn't, but a lot of people did. They do. I've seen it. So there you go. That's uh, all the questions we got, except we need to get to the lightning oh. round. So thank you, like Boy. 34 of our listeners, saying they want us to redo the lightning round. We've done it before, and here's something Doug doesn't know. I always prep the end-of-the-year show, and I actually rebuilt the lightning round again this year. Doug has no idea. That's a surprise oh, coming in a month. Oh, yeah, I've already done it. It's written down, so we have a special lightning round for the end of the year, but this will for us, for us just you and yeah. me. Okay, so like I a 2022 do, lightning I, round, yeah. Remember I mess it up every year for the yeah. end of the year, so I got a new one for this year, so okay. uh, that's our end-of-the-year review. But for this, this is quick. Boom, boom, boom answer with your favorite wait you always do the lightning round doug you you say it oh well i'll have to get the email open so all right what is your favorite disney movie is that my first question usually yeah, yeah movie i'm going with the lion king right now i just rewatched it and i loved it and i'm just like huh i remember this as a kid not aladdin no i, I lion king was great just rewatched it my kids are in a phase right now all right wreck it ralph that's a good me. one that's such a good one all right, favorite Disney character. It all started with the mouse. I got to go with Mickey. 
All right. I'm either Goofy or Wreck-It Ralph. Okay. One of those two. I just identify with Ralph a lot. All right. Favorite Disney villain? Syndrome. I'm pretty sure I said that last time. Yeah, I think you did. Hades. Yeah, you said that last time. He's hilarious. He is. All right. uh, Favorite Disney song? Happily Ever After. I know I haven't changed that one. Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow. Not sure if I said that one last time or not. I'll have to look that up. It's a great big beautiful tomorrow. Okay. Now to my... Classic... Oh, favorite Disney park? Magic Kingdom. MGM. I mean... Hollywood Studios XL. Okay. Do you remember when they were going to change the name? I do remember that. That was hilarious. Disney Park XL. That was great. That was that would have been awesome. Man, that was good content back in the day. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Yeah. I'll just call it MGM. Show my age. All right. Favorite classic attraction? You define classic. Pirates of the Caribbean. Especially Disneyland version, but pirates. Mm-hmm. Jungle Cruise. Yep. Favorite modern attraction? Um... If my whole family's on it, I love Smugglers, but just by the sheer awesomeness, uh, Rise for how much they've done with it. Rise of the Resistance here. Yep. Favorite resort? Riviera. Oh, I got two. I got to decide which one it is today. Mine switched. It was uh, on the last show. It's it's changed. I'm going to go Bay Lake Tower contemporary combo. I think you said that before last time. I I go between Beach Beach Club and that. And I don't care if it's... Bay Lake Tower, or if it's contemporary, I like them both equally. Location. I think Beach Club's location. dropped to number three in my top three. The food is an issue. It is. It really is. Like, Contempo Cafe is not good at at uh, contemporary. Yeah. But it's adequate. It, it has options, and it fills you up. Where Beach Club's just, it's like shoehorned into the gift shop yep. and... They built it with the idea that you were going to go Notice how that didn't come eat. in when they were talking about the question earlier no. for favorite. Yeah. Yacht Club, Beach Clubs, the worst dining there is for counter service. All right. Um, counter service, speaking of. Satulis. Satulis. Easy. A, that's a no-brainer. Um, table service. Ohana. Same here. I we know. We're too much same alike. Same wavelength. That's I why... Just, uh, the lightning round I have already planned and written down for the end of the year is going to be. Is it good. like your third favorite? <laughs> oh no, like it's good. You'll see. You'll see. It's a whole. I've already oh. written the show down, so it's coming, right, guys. Right. It's a month away. All right. Um, Disney snack. Gaston cinnamon roll. It's my go-to. All right. Dole Whip float. Yep. Favorite Disney drink. A back scratcher. <laughs> and I have so many of those around the house. I love it. Of course it is. Of course it is. So I have two, the the milkshake at Men and Bill's Dockside Diner. And then I, I can't not say the leprechaun. Yep. I just, I can't not say it. Yeah, I don't great. know that I actually like it. It's just. I like, buy, I'll buy those for you. You say I want a I'm leprechaun, aware. done. I yeah. That's on me. Yeah, I think. Any time we're there with just adults, if I ask for a leprechaun, like five people would offer to buy it. Yes. All right. Disney travel bucket list item. Tokyo Disney Sea has really gone into that number one spot that I want to get to. Yeah. The the Japanese parks. That's the. If you had to pick one park. Well, they're right next I'm to I'm just each saying other. you have to pick one of them to go. Well, to. I'd want to see seas. Okay. For sure. Because the Disneyland park is like. A little of world, a little of land, you know, but Seas is pretty phenomenal looking. Granted, there's a lot of stuff in that park that we have that's cloned, like Tower and um, 
you know, Turtle Talk with Crush. So it's not all like game changing, groundbreaking, but plenty of stuff there to see. And uh, that concludes the lightning, lightning round. round. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for asking the questions, letting us answer them. We love these episodes. They're our favorite. Of course, if you ever have a question, please hit us up on Messenger, at Rope Drop Radio, all the things. Uh, we get it all the time. We love interacting with you guys, answering your questions. Sorry, sometimes we're actually late to them because I think Doug thinks I answer them. And uh, yeah. now and then I'm like, oh, that got asked like two yeah. weeks ago. Yeah. Yep. Thought uh, Doug was going to get Hope that. Hope you one. had fun on your trip. trip. Yes. So, uh, but thank you guys always for interacting with us. Of course, if you don't like or follow, uh, please do that. Leave a review so we can read it on air. And if you're looking to book a Disney trip, you're going to have to go to touringplans.com slash travel. Let them know that we sent you. And of course, uh, then you can uh, experience all these things that we have talked about. And, of course, we have to get to the after show to answer Ricardo's long question. That's going to be a whole show in itself. Can't wait to do that with Doug here in a minute. But, guys, that is all the time that we have. So, for listener questions, thank you again. For Doug, I'm Derek. You've been listening to Rope Drop Radio.